Good morning. I mean, <laughs> good evening. Good evening. I'm still, I'm still in morning. Oh my gosh. It's I know been, the way this day is going. It feels like it could be morning. <laughs> it's been one of those days. I tried to like uh, finish. This is bad. I haven't really eaten all day. So I had like a nutri uh, a bar, a morning, you know, uh, breakfast bar. And I was trying to scarf up some of this. It's not that bad, though. It's made out of oat milk. Okay. Anyway. Little nutrients. <laughs> oh, my lordy. Yeah, it's been, it's been one of those crazy days today. Well, thank God it's Friday. Oh, my gosh. Right. TJ, yeah. It's funny. Like, our, our colors are, you know, matching a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. I didn't put the starry night today, so it is what it is. <laughs> You got the natural look. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, anyway, how is your day uh, going? Evening going? <laughs> I to get this straight. <laughs> it's going. I'm glad that we're we're here on live. Yeah. Make us forget about what's happened during the day. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, well. Lots of things going, lots of errands, lots of, you know, in the midst of this pandemic, you still have to take care of what you have to take care of the home front. And so that's probably why my mind is like, oh, what, you know, I've been doing so many things since this morning. So my brain is still in the morning. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> welcome to our Friday Night IT Live um, with myself in the new 360 as Annette and Shawnee Smith. Okay. So tonight's topic is what we're going to discuss. I can't get a text back. Mm. Ghosting in relationships. So I'll let you take the floor, ma'am, and we can get this party started. All right. I just first wanted to give everyone a clarification on what ghosting is. Ghosting is a phenomenon that's been around since really the beginning of dating. But the term was first coined back in 2006. And we've been using it ever since. It hasn't gotten old yet. <laughs> Just uh, tweet, right? <laughs> Just tweet. And then probably the next generation will have another term for this phenomenon. But hopefully we can provide clarity and then provide a means for better communication and relationships where we won't have to feel like we can ghost one another. That's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little, you know, sprinkle a little ghosting every now and then. You a little razzle-dazzle. We'll I get into it. Of the life, put some hot sauce in Shoot. You know, sometimes when, when you're cooking and, and the food, you, you didn't spice it up enough. I come and tongue, tongue twisted. <laughs> spice it up enough, if I can get the words out. Mm. Um, you know, I throw in some hot sauce, depends either Tabasco or, you know, Texas Pete. So do you want to go with the first question? Sure. Uh, I can start it off. Cool. The first question is ghosting, as we said, is the act of stopping all communication in relationships. Have you ever ghosted someone you were dating or have you been ghosted? So that's that's a loaded question. Uh, 
So basically, and I'm trying to pull it up just to make sure I'm tracking here. Yes, I would have to say yes. I've been, uh, have I, have I ever ghosted someone? Yes, I have. My rationale for that is because, you know, sometimes we got to do what we got to do. No, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, be honest with you. It, it just varies, you know, mm -hmm. just like the rainbow with the different flavors or different mm -hmm. colors scheme. Uh, there's diff different situations that might arise uh, depending on the situation. Say, for instance, hypothetically speaking, there is someone that um, you're not quite interested in, but, and, and you've addressed, you know, your interests or you were like straightforward with the person. Well, if they keep blowing up your phone or <laughs> like, you know, calling you or texting, you know, I felt bad. I mean, that back in the day was a little bit more than today. Um, you know, I'm trying to make improvements for 2022. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, I think that sometimes people, they get like really weird about things like creepy or stalkerish, if that's a word. And so that's when I put the, you know, mm -hmm. block or, or what have you. I think, I think I'm going ahead of our conversation, Shawnee, but. Now, the flip side, I don't know that you asked, how would I feel, or is this just part, part two? That's part two. You can you go right, right ahead. Cool. So um, how did I, like, was I ghosted before? Yeah. Uh, and I think we, we had this discussion from our last IG Live. There was a gentleman that um, basically ghosted me, and he's probably going to watch this video, which is good. So that way, you know, we can get the terms with this. But yes, I was ghosted and it kind of made me, you know, I think it's the ego, right? You have like the spirit of the ego and they're both battling each other and saying, well, what did I do wrong? Now I'm like reflecting on the whole ghost notion of ghosting. For me, I think, you know, I'm going more with the universe and what the universe wants for me. And so now I've, I've basically come to a point where, hey, if the brother man's not messaging me back or whatever, then so be it. Maybe it's a mm -hmm. blessing in disguise. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It, it just, for me, I think the universe uh, would facilitate or weed the people that's not supposed to be in my life anyway, right. out of my life. And I, I appreciate the universe for doing that. God, universe, Jesus, you know, angels, whatever you want to call call them. But um, now I'm just going with flow and energy. Now, you know, there was a point uh, where they get did get caught up in the whole ghosting or like intermittent type of conversations or messaging to me. And I got into my feelings, especially when you're, you know, somebody has captivated you mm -hmm. and you really want to talk with that individual. I think I was battling internally with that. Um, but I was like, you know what? I'm too good for them anyway. So that's just, you know, my, my confidence or maybe it's the Leo thing that's coming. <laughs> I'm, I'm too good for them. Like, I know my worth and 
I know what I bring to the table. So I have, you know, nothing to worry about. And yourself, ma'am? I would have to say that I've only, a ghosting with a disclaimer. I've only, <laughs> <laughs> I've only ghosted someone once I let them know that, hey, it's not going to work. And I saw that they wanted to be persistent. Mm -hmm. Then that's what you call, put a block on it. <laughs> block party. Block party. <laughs> I have been ghosted before. The last time was maybe, let's see, now it's six, about six years ago. I was dating a guy, but, you know, you can always t see telltale signs with the communication, like, okay, because he had mentioned to me one time that he doesn't really like to engage in confrontation. Right. But I know ghosting is a way for people to not necessarily address what's bothering them. They kind of take the easy way out. So when he did it, I was, of course, still shocked. But it didn't really affect me, like, for a long term. Because I was like, okay, I had to think that he gave me the warning signs. But for that split second, I was like, ooh, what did I do? What did I say? So you mm -hmm. kind of start second-guessing yourself. Right. Huh. And, and so what, ma'am, what conclusion did you draw from that uh, assessment? <clears throat> Excuse me. From being, yeah, from being from, ghost. Yeah. So what was the, like your final uh, assessment from that whole debacle? It's like yours. I would have to say that I also believe people come in and out of your life for a reason. Sometimes you'll get an explanation and sometimes you don't. But I had to realize that that's okay. It was for a reason. Like you said, it wasn't meant to be. And that's what I came to the conclusion. Definitely wasn't meant to be in a relationship with that person. Oh, Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I feel you, sister. You know. <laughs> Moving on to the second <clears throat> question at hand. Number two. Ghosting is not limited to informal dating relationships. It can occur in long-term romantic friendship and work relationships. There's a two-part to this question. Uh, a... Have you been ghosted while on, while in one of these relationships? And B, if you have, why do you think you were ghosted? I have been ghosted as far as like in a friendship and also in a work relationship. I'll start off with um, friendship. Because one of my friends, she all of a sudden just stopped communicating with me. I was like, okay, what's, what's going on? But then again, it was telltale signs because she didn't like the, we were moving in opposite directions. Right. And I was like, okay, she, I had to think back of the things she said. She was like, well, you're doing this. I really don't want to do that. I want to do something else. Uh -huh. And I would say at that particular time, because this, this person was my best friend at the time. And uh -huh. I thought that, oh, wow, could she at least say something to me? But as we just mentioned before, a lot of times people feel awkward having the conversation, so they just gradually want to fade out into the light. <laughs> and I've seen, um, I've seen the person again, like maybe two or three years later. She's like, oh, hey, how you doing? I was like, oh, yeah, hey, how you doing? Nice to see you. You know, just kept it moving. And then as far, yeah, and then as far as like the work relationship, it was some years, probably maybe about two or three years ago, it was a person who came to my job like temporarily 
And when I first met the person, I was like, okay, they seem okay. But I was like, well, I'm not so sure. Seemed kind of shifty. But then they started talking. I said, well, maybe my first impression was wrong about the person. And then we were, were able to share, share details of our lives a little bit. And then once that person went back to their original job, and I reached out because she had mentioned that she wanted to keep in contact. And I reached out to her. And I was like, hey, how are you doing? It was a scenario. New number, who this? I was like, oh, my gosh. And mind you, it had only been like maybe maybe a month since I had communicated with the person. I was like, well, she forgot my, she erased my number already. What did I do? And so the conversation was like real short and sweet. And then she was like, well, I got to go. I'll call you back later. Oh, okay. And so I never heard from the person again. I didn't bother about reaching back out because I figured it. If she would delete my number without any justification, I was like, well, I guess she don't want to be bothered. I guess she got what she wanted out the relationship, and that yeah. was it. Yeah. So with me, <laughs> you know, it's almost an adventure with me, Shawnee. You know that. <laughs> um, so I guess, you know, there will be spurts. Like I can, I can uh, reflect on one individual um, that I think, you know, would ghost me from time to time. I don't know what you call it or if you call, if, if this pertains to this question. But mm -hmm. basically, <clears throat> there is this individual, we worked together for so long. And whenever she wanted something, and this goes with, you know, just people in general, associates, family members. When she wanted something, she would like, she'll reach out to me. But before, in the beginning of the relationship, I was always reaching out to her. Hey, girl, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, um, let's go for coffee. I would be the initiator mm -hmm. all the time. And and so I've noticed, and I, you know, I'm, I'm a giver. So I would, you know, be the one like paying for coffee or I, that's just my nature, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I think a lot of people like to receive as opposed to give. But anyway, I stopped communication with her because I used to go to her house. She used to come to mine sometimes. And, mm -hmm. you know, her, uh, we knew each other's kids. And so basically, I just faded out uh, because I felt like I was being used. Right. And, and still to this day, like, I, I you know, of course, I'm sure you have friends or quote friends, right, mm -hmm. <laughs> on Facebook or Instagram or whatever that would reach out to you because of something that you have, either you're an expert in something or just whatever it is that it, it may be. And for her, it was more, I think I'm very resourceful. And so she always like asked me questions about a position at a job or, you know, do I knew like a uh, person at the job and how, how she can probably get um, a position there mm -hmm. at the agency I work for. And so I, you know, started noticing that and then, and then she would pass my name along to her friends or, uh, and then they would contact me and ask me about a specific you know, position or whatever. And I, I was like, these people are full of baloney. Because like, I, I know one in particular, the one that she referred me to. And we were at, um, I think it was a celebration for my promotion. 
And I, I came up to her because we were, you know, deployed at one time. Mm-hmm. And she acted like she was too big to talk to me, you know, in the ceremony. And so I was like, okay. And then she reached out to me like years later asking me, what, asking me about a position. And I was like, ain't that a shame, you know? Mm-hmm. The only time folks want to reach out to you is to, to figure, to find or navigate uh, through your, you know, um, rose glass um, insight on, you know, your job or positions or wow. whatever. Yeah. So anyway, sorry for the long <laughs> answer, but I find that after I just shut, you know, shut that down, um, I'm more clear in my life that, neg- you know, because people like to suck your energy. So there was no more uh, people sucking my energy. So I just had to shut that down. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you always have this like thing in your mind, like, oh, the person's like backstabbing or talking mm-hmm. bad about you all the time. And, and that's what I felt with her. So next. Definitely. To the left, to the left. Right. Like that. <laughs> All right. Our third question. Sometimes when you're a ghosted, the ghost comes back to haunt you, meaning the person contacts you again. Have you ever resumed communication with someone who has ghosted you? And if you did, did you confront that person? So it's funny because, yeah, and I think I'm going to reflect on that one individual. Uh, (laughs) This one individual, like, ghosted me um, a year ago, and then all of a sudden, you know, came back into or tried to finagle his way back into the picture. Um, It was short-lived when we first met, and then, you know, I don't know, maybe something he was like, Oh, you know, she's a, she's a catch or keeper or whatever. And I didn't even have to like confront the person, the person Mm -hmm. just like, you know, Oh, I was hospitalized. And I mean, I felt bad that he was hospitalized Mm -hmm. and all that, but like 10 months later or something like that, you're going to hit me up. And, and so I didn't have to confront the person. The person was just giving their uh, evidence or whatever photos of them being in the hospital i mean oh. I, you know i'm just i'm not and i'm not by any means i am not trying to downplay the you know individuals comeback but let's just be real mm-hmm. you know let's just cut through the the via baloney excuse mm-hmm. me and um just be open and honest with with each other what do you want you know, and I think that's where that's my approach these days. Mm-hmm. I'm getting too old for this uh, little ghosting here and there. And what do you want? You know what? And then basically, what is it? And for you, what is what are you trying to do here? What are you trying to get out of me? Because <laughs> as always, what are you trying to get? <laughs> I, don't know, I hate to say it. Uh-huh. I hate to say it. I mean, but anyway, um, how about yourself? <laughs> I have communicated with someone who's ghosted me. My experience is similar to yours, where the person just confessed. Like, hey, I was dealing with some. I had family issues. 
the dog died. So sorry about that. I'll do better. <laughs> Did the person do better? No. Right. No. So I believe it's just a issue with not really, com like you said, not really communicating your true intentions of the interaction. Right. For the right. relationship, for the purpose. Because the person may say one thing and then actually do another. So that's what all you ladies and guys have to watch out for. <laughs> like you said, right, in the last uh, conversation, if it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, acts like a duck, talks like a duck, it's a duck. It's a duck. It ain't a cow. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, it doesn't say moo. Uh -uh. Anyway. Not a chicken, not any other foul species. It's a duck. <laughs> right? Oh, boy. Well, um, let's see here. Okay. Moving, moving to number four. <clears throat> According to the article entitled Ghosting, What It Is and What You Can Do About It, being ghosted can cause abandonment and self-esteem issues that can be exacerbated by seeing your ghoster um, on social media. What co coping strategies would you recommend to someone who has been ghosted? Well, this day and time, social media is life. You use social media for entertainment, dating relationships, right. information, advice, you name it. Social media is there. And a lot of times you may follow the person that's, that's ghosted you. So my first recommendation would definitely be to stop following the person. A lot of times you feel like you, okay, maybe I need to figure out what's going on. Maybe the person found somebody that looked better than me. No. Save yourself the time and effort and just not follow them. Concentrate on yourself. What you've always wanted to do whether it's picking up a new hobby, starting a business, taking care of yourself. If you've you just devoted all your time and energy to that one person, try transferring that energy back into yourself, improving yourself mentally, spiritually, physically. Well, I think uh, I would have to say ditto. No, um, <laughs> I, I would totally agree with you on energy. So I wanted to elaborate on energy and how I feel. Um, it's really, it's really interesting. I mean, there's different, there's different um, points I want to make about energy. So the first point is, say for instance, you've been on your healing journey like me, right? I've been doing my healing journey and I've been, I'll say healed, you know, by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> but I honestly, I've been on my healing journey and my vibration is very high, right? And I think that your vibration seems high too because we're two uh, vibrationally high people, right? Not high as in... <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, Not substance high. <laughs> high on life, high on just, you know, being happy. And, and just wanting the best for people. And I think, honestly speaking, I do. I truly want, I, I love helping people. I truly want the best in people, even though they have skeletons in their closet. And you know who you are. Um, 
everybody has some type of skeletons in their closets and they try to hide it. But I can see right through all the cobwebs and what, ha what have you in that closet. Um, you know, it, it's, it's almost as a, it, how can I explain it? I think people that try to hide their skeletons when we talk to each other, they see that I can see from all that bull jive mm -hmm. because the light shines bright and energy, high vibrational people, high energy people can see through a lot and can feel it. Um, you know, and I'm just talking about vibes, right? I'm just talking about like the third eye chakra. I'm still learning about all these things about energy, but you're like your third eye, you know, basically is your, like your gut. It's like, you know, the smoking gun. You can't really, you can't see the evidence, but you can feel it. You can feel it through, um, and I know that's not good for when you're trying to, like in a scientific world, you, you need evidence, right? Wow. To, to prove. Um, but for me, I just, I'm learning to listen to my intuition more and trying to be like, trying to be still Mm -hmm. And, you know, let the information flow come through as opposed to trying to fight for that information via text, via calling, via whatever interrupting the other person's energy. Because honestly speaking, this, this whole like ghosting, right? I think it all stems from energy too. So if my vibration's high and your vibration's low, there, it's almost like, you're like the holy water and you're trying to like sprint through the holy water and, and help bless the person <laughs> or trying to get, the, you know, like rid the evil or whatever <laughs> from, from negative energy from them. But you know, you can't do that because they have to heal and they have to um, high, have a high vibration energy and vibration. You know what I mean? So it can match yours. Mm -hmm. Because it's, it's almost like, say, for instance, Shani, you know, you have a, a graduate degree, right? And I, I'm not, and I'm not like, you know, I do too. So, but I'm not I'm not saying, saying that this is a bad thing. Like people, everybody has to have a graduate degree in order to get with me, but, or a couple or a few, whatever. Um, <laughs> but it's almost like, you're fighting a force that can't be fought. You know, it's going back to the whole like, oh, let me go ahead and help fix him. You know what I mean? Because you can't fix a person, can't energy wise, mm -hmm. internally, like emotionally. They have, you know, a lot of people um, aren't in a good emotional state. And I think your confidence, my confidence exuberates as high energy. And so a lot of people don't like that. It's it's almost like we're, you know, like, you know, vampires see light or whatever. So we're like that light. They don't want to, it, it messes with them. They're, you know, energy. Does that yeah, they don't want to be exposed. That's what I'm getting out of it. Yeah. They want to stay in the darkness. Yeah. And, it, and it's easier, right? It's mm -hmm. easier not to heal. It's easier to pass the button. It's easier to blame people. Right. Blame the next person. But it's not for you to fix because that's not your issue. It's the mm -hmm. other person's issue. So I, I don't know. I, I think I'm, I'm derailing from this whole ghosting thing, but um, 
I think it's your mindset. Mm -hmm. I really think it's your mindset. If you see a beautiful family photo, um, trust me, there's a lot of stuff behind that photo that we don't know about. So anyway, going to the next question. I think you're up. Ghosting benefits the ghosters rather than the people who are being ghosted because they don't have to really engage in a difficult conversation. What alternative methods would you recommend to those who are contemplating ghosting? Go work out. (laughs) (laughs) I love work. I mean, you know what? I'll be honest. I haven't been myself in the whole working out lately and I need to get back on the horse with that. Um, I think I would sit on it. I would go do some meditation, do some grounding, you know, take your shoes off, go out in the snow. No. <laughs> but I would definitely do like other things. Keep yourself busy. If you have a closet like I do that needs to be cleaned uh, and organized, do it. All your to-do lists, write down a list of to-do stuff and, and get going. Because I think eventually what ends up happening, and that's what I'm trying to practice. I mean, I'm trying to practice what I'm preaching right now. But I think what ends up happening is that you're so focused. Oh, my gosh. If you really like somebody, you're just so focused on that person that you lose track of what stuff that you need to get done at the house and stuff you need to get done professionally or whatever because your mind is just is so focused and narrow-minded into that, that individual. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Even if it doesn't have to be a romantic thing, it could be, you know, um, a position that you're trying to get or uh, something that's out of your control, basically. Mm-hmm. You give so much power to something that's not in your control, you can't, uh, you go crazy, you go mad, right? You go insane. So my, my advice is do you, Get this, you know, get a sheet of paper, write the stuff down, to-do list or goals or whatever you have you and, and do them. And then if the person or that position is made available or is, or is for you, right, mm-hmm. then it'll be for you. And that's what I'm trying to practice with myself. If it's meant for me, if that person's meant for me, then he'll be for me. If not, then great. Because that's the universe saying, you know what, that's not the that's not the right guy I want for you, or maybe it's a test on how if you're gonna follow through with what you say. So that's the way. And then for position wise, I think that if you didn't get the position, there's something greater for you out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a blessing in disguise. Maybe that position has a bad boss. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe they have like coworkers that are, you know, defensive or mm-hmm. negative or something. Maybe it's just a cesspool environment. Right. You shouldn't be in. So I I always look at the um the rejection or the um you know, not getting that position or whatever as a blessing mm-hmm. for me because it wasn't for me. And that that's God's way or the universe way of saying, you know what? No, this is not for you. I got something else better. I would say that for the person that's considering ghosting someone, just ask yourself this question. What's your reason for ghosting? Mm -hmm. 
just really get clarity on that before you contemplate ghosting. Because as we know that in a dating environment or any other type of environment, what you, the energy that's, like you just said, the energy that you put out there will eventually come right back around to you. So you have to ask yourself, second question, how, how would it make you feel mm -hmm. if the shoe was on the other foot and someone ghosted you? Just back in, um, there's an article that I read just to prepare for this. And it was a group of psychologists surveyed people, surveyed daters, I believe. And it was saying that 80% 80, 80 of them didn't enjoy being ghosted. But yet and still, we, we ghost people. But the other thing I would have to say is, as far as like being ghosted, mm -hmm. you really have to think about just the society as a whole. Mm -hmm. If everybody's out here ghosting each other, <laughs> where will we have any fruitful relationships? And if you so happen to get into a fruitful, fruitful relationship, how would you be able to communicate to make sure that it's a healthy relationship and it's moving forward in a direction that you will both want to move in? Right. And then another technique that I would say to use is that when if you don't want to have a verbal conversation because you're afraid of confrontation, and you're just now getting into a dating relationship. The suggestion is like, send a text like, hey, I really enjoyed the date, but I think I want to pursue other options. So that lets the person know, hey, I'm not for them. It's done, no hard feelings. They let me know. You can, if you're a rational person, you would easily move on from that instead of wondering if you are the issue. That's true. How about this? I mean, like, uh no communication is communication. So if I don't communicate with you, then that's kind of like an indicator, unless, you know, you're trying to like fill your way out and, and say, okay, well, they didn't communicate with me today, but tomorrow it's like a, this, this um, emoji, right? Or whatever. <laughs> anyway, but no, 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 you're right. You're right. You know, we're all adults or mm -hmm. some of us are. And... <laughs> We have to try to move in that sort of way. Um, I think, are we doing references now? Is that what we're doing? Yes, we're in the reference time. Okay, cool. So I'm going to bring up uh, relationships with by, the Black Book by David Lloyd Marcus, Dr. Ouch. And I'll just quote, well, talk about a couple of chapters in this book. I won't belabor this meeting. Um, but anyway, number 11, page 11, rather, situationships, right? He noted here, situationship, a noun, something so many sign up for, but very few can handle, also known as the silent killer, okay? And he states here, Situationships are a popular status for many people today. I call this a silent killer. Some are misled into space by, by you true gamers and bullshitters out here preying on the hopeless romantic people like myself no. <laughs> that you see coming a mile away. I think it's perfect to start off uh, talking about you too. When I say you too, I mean the bullshitter and the one who allowed the bullshit. If you allow the bullshit, maybe it's just a BS for IG. So yeah. BS. 
Um, don't frown your face up at me. Just hear me out because most people that are in this situation should have allowed it. My mother always told me that people only do to you what you allow. And I'm going to show you the part that you play in this never ending state. He also mentions here on page 12, <clears throat> the hope factor is very common in situationship. And it's the reason why many of them can possibly last for several years. Okay, it's like dangling the imaginary carrot in front of a bunny. The carrot in this case is the hope of ending up in a relationship eventually. I don't care how much you try to convince the other person involved that you're cool without having a title. You know how deep down inside that if this person told you that they wanted to be with you exclusively, you would jump up and down like a kid he uh, hearing the ice cream truck jingle. In this instance, I need you to understand that you are just as guilty as a true gamer that used their natural charm. So for us ladies looking for that carrot or that five carrots or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> Don't hold your breath, okay? It's just right. like swimming. You gotta hold your breath to swim, right? Um, page 41. Last one I'm gonna quote here. It's called, chapter is called Transparency of Core Intentions. One of the major lessons that was expressed well in this uh, comedic classic was that people can always handle the truth, but more importantly, that we rarely tell the truth. Okay, um, and it says here, this goes for men and women. I think honest, honesty would even cut down the vast amount of subliminal shade posts on social media as well. I say this because a lot of frustration comes from people trying to dissect a person's behavior instead of the person of interest operating on a certain level of transparency. And that's all I have to quote for today, ma'am. That last part, transparency. Yes. I think that takes us back to ghosting. That's what's missing. Transparency. Yeah. That's very true. If everybody was transparent, that would be great. Now, on the it's like a double-edged sword, mm -hmm. right? So, mm -hmm. But the receiver has to be open and willing right. to that truth because sometimes it, it cuts like a you know what cuts like a knife right with that being said um do you have anything else for the floor ma'am i don't have anything else just a summary as we all know this topic was i can't get a text back ghosting in relationships just don't be the ghoster if you can help it or if you are a ghoster Try different techniques to improve your communications, not necessarily with the person that you're, you're with, if that relationship is torn, but just your future relationships. Just really try to develop the techniques. It doesn't have to be a conversation. It could be a simple text. Hey, this is, this is what's going on. Appreciate your time. Yeah. Thank I, you. I want to, uh, to piggyback on that, just to wrap um, our conversation up. Uh, energy is real. So whatever energy that you're feeling inside internally is going to be projected of what you say 
and and it's going to also um, come to you. So whatever energy you exude, it comes back to you as well. So that's all I have. Definitely. What goes around comes around, people. <laughs> Till next time. Thank you for joining and having fun with us on our Friday IG Live. Thank you. Take care.